0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 246, Six Ways to Be a More Positive Person Today, part one, by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. And I'm your host, Dr. Neil Malek. Hey, happy Monday, happy day after Christmas in June for those of you that celebrated like me. Welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. If you're new here, this is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs out there. And this week has more of a personal development slant, similar to the kind of stuff you'd hear on Optimal Living Daily. Occasionally on this show, I'll touch on being more positive and stress management and those kinds of things. And so this is very much aligned with things that I would address anyways. Roger Lawson wrote about being a more positive person. It's a bit long, so I'll read part one today and then the rest tomorrow. And I just so happen to have an inspirational quote that's perfect for today's topic. It was said by the great John F. Kennedy. Quote, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter the words, but to live by them. End quote. So with that, let's hear part one of Roger's post and start optimizing your life. Six Ways to Be a More Positive Person Today, part one by Roger Lawson of rajlawfitness.com. Practice Gratitude. I love reading old birthday cards. I love them so much that during an embarrassing emergency, I managed to run out of the house with only my license, keys, and birthday cards. Because apparently cards beat shoes in my world. If putting yourself in a positive state of mind is something that you find difficult, this practice will be a game changer. Everyone has something to be grateful for. If you're in a dark place, grasping for the smallest bit to appreciate, let's start here. You are alive. Now build on that and become the Scooby-Doo of gratitude, sniffing out things that make your insides feel all warm and gooey like a Cinnabon fresh out of the oven whenever you think of them. Carve out the time for this on a daily basis, ideally first thing in the morning. It could be as little as 30 seconds while you're sitting on the toilet if you're seriously that pressed for time. with the present. What can you be grateful for right now? Example, a strong and powerful body, my ability to write and connect with people, having amazing friends and loved ones in my life. Now, moonwalk to the past. What are some things you've experienced that you're glad you did? Example, dancing like a complete fool to Kanye with my best friend Jerry at his wedding, going to celebrate the cigar bar with John, Laura, and Rob, Getting extra swole with Brian Patrick Murphy. Watching Lindsay absolutely nail her performance. Finally, do your best ninja flip into the future. What are some things that you're looking forward to taking part in? Example, competing in an upcoming jujitsu tournament. Being in the wedding of one of my best friends. Getting to go to a comedy show with my boys. Make your gratitude practice as general or specific as you want. I've found that the deeper I dive into specifics, the more I'm filled with a sense of happiness. So I urge you to use this as a time to Jacques Cousteau the S out of your life. Old pictures, letters, conversations, everything and anything is fair game. If you need a physical reminder, the five-minute journal is something I've used with much success. Ready to level up your game even more? Express gratitude towards someone else. It could be a thank you for something they've done, an email, a letter, a carrier pigeon, letting them know how they've impacted you or an even more powerful in-person heart-to-heart conversation. When in doubt, start with a quick hit of gratitude. You are uplifted by giving and they're uplifted by receiving. Everyone wins. Fill your cup first. You know that adorable pre-flight speech about sweet slides, conveniently located life vests and oxygen masks that nobody listens to while they diddle with their phones? It's actually amazing advice. I sat next to an anxious first-time flyer and her precious baby boy, who, by the smile on his face, clearly had no idea that he was about to be hurtling through the sky in a metal tube of magic. As I'm talking to help calm her nerves, we hit a crazy patch of turbulence, and immediately my mind goes into, what if we run out of air thinking? Well, I'd be pretty useless to help those two if I were passed out in my seat like a doofus because I didn't put my oxygen mask on first before tending to them. The same concept applies to your state of mind. It's hard to feel positive if you're always running on empty. Taking care of yourself, contrary to popular belief, isn't selfish. Doing so actually puts you in the best position to help and serve the ones you care for. It sets the stage for you to be the best version of yourself, the fully pimped out Batman instead of the asthmatic kid with broken glasses, narcolepsy, rickets, leprosy, and 15 toes coming out of his face. Your life is your cup. To fill it so that it overflows and puts you in a state of abundance where you can give freely from that excess, identify activities that add to you and do them daily. Your well-being is too important to lose in the shuffle of mundane tasks. A few of mine are spending time with friends, stand-up comedy, martial arts, listening to podcasts, trying to put a smile on people's faces and spending quality time alone. Your list will be different. Much like washing between your butt cheeks, Doing these things on a regular basis is non-negotiable, unless you want your life to resemble a crusty, crumpled-up Dixie cup. Choose your company carefully. When I worked the front desk at the gym, I dreaded his arrival. He'd walk in with the most downtrodden, Charlie Brown posture known to man, the look on his face resembling that of the Grinches while watching children play with puppies and unicorns and a field of flowers and sunshine. For months on end, I listened to his tales of woe, There was always some new drama, some new thing that wasn't going his way, some new person whose sole purpose in life was to destroy him. Never in my life have I wanted nothing more than to turn into an Alex Mack-esque puddle and slide out of a conversation. Oh yeah, my point. Be careful of who you let into your life, even casually. As we tend to adopt the vibe of the company that we keep, the people in our lives have the power to uplift Challenge and help us grow into the best version of ourselves, or they can act like an energetic punch straight to the crotch. The more we fill our lives with the former and distance ourselves from the latter, the more enthusiastic, free, and capable we feel. If your life were a movie, would you want to fill it with Scar, Frank Underwood, Joffrey, Cruella de Vil, and Vigo the Carpathian type characters? Would you let someone run around your house, projectile vomiting on every surface they could find before leaving, but not before promising to see you tomorrow so they could do it again? No. This, however, is a two-way street. To attract amazing people into your life, you also have to make sure that you're the kind of person that they would want to spend their time with as well. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Six Ways to Be a More Positive Person Today by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And as I mentioned, I'll read the next part tomorrow. When we look at the data and the research that's been published on happiness and gratitude, what we're finding is that Roger is basically on the right track here. We're learning that human beings are very social beings. We're happier when we're around people that we actually like. And one of the best ways to make us feel better is to express that gratitude to those we love. It doesn't seem to really make a whole lot of logical sense when we think about it. It's like, wouldn't we be happier if we constantly heard compliments about us? Not really. We actually feel a lot happier when we give compliments and we see others being happy because of us, when we're the cause of other people's happiness, it makes us elated. So when we look at the data on happiness, we're finding that expressing gratitude is one of the best ways to achieve that high level of happiness. Another way, and you've heard this, I'm sure, many times before, is to keep a gratitude journal. If you aren't able to express your gratitude to someone else, Write down what you are grateful for. Just listing, let's say, three to five things once a week to start can improve your happiness. Ideally, if you can do this every day, that'd be amazing. And as Roger mentioned, first thing in the morning would be perfect. Now, before we go, in just five days, we'll be doing another book giveaway to a random person on our mailing list. So if you're not on it yet, come by oldpodcast.com to join. It's totally free and it's a great way to show your support. Again, just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there to join. That's it for today's episode. Thank you as always for listening. I'll see you tomorrow where we'll continue this post from Roger Lawson and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother.